perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. Everybody. Welcome to the Perfect Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Molina, and this is episode 63. Uh, let's go ahead and jump off into this. I'm not going to take too much of your time today. Uh, this episode, I mean, you guys are probably watching this and on YouTube. If you are, you see me standing up. Uh, I've just got a lot of things going on right now, and I feel like this episode just kind of feels like a standing up type of episode where I need to talk to you guys. Uh, this episode is about passion, okay? And I touched on this a little bit about you know, on my Instagram, talking to you guys about how I live my life and the things that I do with my life. Um, and how, you know, a lot of the things that I do are really based on passion and things that, um, like coaching, uh, you know, uh, being a father, uh, going to the gym on down to falling in love, you know what I mean? And, and, and all these things. Um, so this whole episode is going to be about that. Um, before I jump off into that, make sure to follow me on Instagram. It's Ray Molina. Uh, the podcast is The Perfect Mess Pod. And uh, you can always check out my website, raymolina.com. Uh, lots of different things there to check out. Merchandise, uh, books that I'm reading, write-ups. You can listen to the podcast and all that there. Um, you can also, uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, I am on TikTok. It's Ray Molina. Uh, follow me there. Uh, YouTube, please subscribe, share, uh, all of that. I got a, I, I'm almost 300 videos up there uh, on YouTube. So please search The Perfect Mess Podcast on YouTube and make sure you check us out. And if you're listening on Spotify, follow, like, share, uh, comment. Same thing with Apple. Uh, trust me, it helps me grow this thing a lot. So I really appreciate you guys. Uh, for those of you who've been donating, thank you so much. I always tell you it's not a requirement, but if you feel so inclined, I have Cash App, it's Ray Molina, it's dollar sign, it's Ray Molina, that's my Cash App. I also have Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, whatever it is, if you'd like to donate, just go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram and I'll get you the information. All right, so uh, let's jump off into this, man. First of all, uh, my mom was in town recently uh, for about a week for the kids' spring break, so uh, there was a lot of catching up there, um, for my mom and getting to see my kids and, you know, she needed a break from Colorado and, uh, you know, my kids hadn't seen her in a little while and, you know, it was good to have her in town to spend some time and do all those things. Um, she got to see him play baseball. She hasn't been able to see, see them play baseball for about three years. So, you know, obviously everything that's been going on and, and whatnot. So she's, she was very excited. We thought she was only going to be able to see one game, but she ended up seeing, I think, four games and uh, got to see some practices and watch me coach. She'd never really seen me coach. So, yeah, it was cool. Um, but let's let's talk about <laughs> passion. All right. Like I said, I'm going to keep this short. Um, but here it is. You know, recently I, you know, <sighs> a lot of this stems from, you know, what's been going on in my life in the recent couple of weeks over the last month. Um, and, you know, I, I'm going to start off with baseball because baseball is a big part of my family's life. If you follow me on Instagram, my social media, you know, uh, we are a baseball family. 
Uh, I've been around baseball my entire life. I will be 48 this year, and I tell everybody 39 of those years have been a around baseball. I just love baseball. It's it's what drives me. Uh, it's my sport of choice. Obviously, I am a football fan. I love the 49ers, but I am a baseball fan through and through. I like the fact that it's a thinking game. Uh, I like the fact that it takes skill to do certain things, to make certain things happen. Um, and some people may call it a, a slow sport, too slow for them. Uh, I actually like that because it's all a strategy. Uh, but anyways, um, Passion comes from, uh, you know, how I got this podcast, how I started, you know, getting this idea about this podcast is, you know, recently I've had, you know, a few things going on and with me coaching and whatnot where, you know, I've had to go to bat for my kids, for my team, not just my children, like Jordan and Jaden. I'm talking about for my team. Um, and I call all these kids. I have two teams. All right. I have a 9, 10 and 11 year old team and I have a 12, 13 and 14 year old team. Uh, and I call these, I call them all my kids because that's how I treat them. I, you know, they're, when you're on my team, you're like extended family to me. Um, but I've had, you know, instances recently where I've had to go to bat for these kids, you know, um, and I've needed to firsthand show them what passion looks like when you're, when you're trying to do something, when you're, when you're putting, um, not just, not just trying to be good at something, but when you feel it in your soul and you come out and you give 110% every time you come out and then you stand on a, on a hill and say, no, nah, not today, man. We're, you know, we're going to battle today and, and I'm not going to let, you know, certain things happen today. We're going to put our foot down and, and this is where, this is, this is our line in the sand. We are not going to fold. Um, and we've had instances recently where I've had to do that. And it's always hard for me because, you know, I have uh, a couple of parents that have known me for a long time and, you know, they, they, they always tell me like, man, you know, it seems like you take the losses a lot harder. You feel them a lot deeper than the kids do. Why is that? And honestly, it's because I, I don't think it's, it's something that my young kids will understand yet. It's because there's a lot of stuff going on behind the game that they don't see. It's all like they see the surface level stuff. Like, hey, I got to hit the ball. I got to get on base. I got to catch the ball. I got to throw the ball. I got to do all these things. But what they don't see is the things that a coach is doing, a good coach. I'm not talking about a dad who's just like, hey, little Johnny, good hit. I'm talking about a coach who is actually has experience coaching and knows the game in and out. It's something that I take pride in. Um, so they don't see the, the, the behind, you know, the game type things that are going on where, where there's, there's arguments going on with uh, other coaches because they're trying to in, enforce a rule that doesn't exist or vice versa, or um, they're trying to do something that undermines the game and takes an opportunity away from kids that otherwise should be in a better position during a game, but they're not because they're trying to do certain things that shouldn't be going on. You know, there's a lot of weasel stuff that goes on. I'll be honest with you. Um, so we've had instances like that recently where I've had to step out and, and, and really say, Hey man, this is not going to happen. This is, I'm going to speak up and, and I'm sorry if you don't like it, if this makes me the bad guy, but that's, that's what I got to do because I got to show these kids 
that, hey, I'm going to go to battle for you because I believe in you. Now, I want you to believe in yourself as much as I believe in you. I tell my kids this all the time, all the kids I coach. I say, look, I believe in all of you guys. I believe that you are capable of doing anything. I believe that you are capable of of of, of being a better pay- baseball player than you think you can be because I see it in you at practice, but you have to want it as bad as I do. You have to have want it more than I do. You have to believe in yourself more than I do. I always tell these kids when they get up to bat, what do you got a bat for? What's a bat for? It's to hit. Okay. Use the bat. Swing the bat. I said, listen, I promise you the game's much more fun when you hit the ball. Okay. You may miss the ball. You may strike out, but give yourself a chance. Okay. Believe in yourself. Have confidence. So I tell these kids this all the time. Okay. And to be honest with you, the two teams that I have right now, you know, they struggle. They struggle. I've got one... One team that has one victory. That's my young team. And then I got another team who's my older guys who can't seem to play a complete game. And what I always tell them is if you can play a complete game, not just two good innings, three good innings, and then the the last four are terrible, you will win more games. But that's not what's been happening. They've been struggling to put together a complete game. My young guys are getting better at it. But when we lose, I have a talk with them and I tell them because a lot of the times what happens is errors happen, they make mistakes, and then all of a sudden they get down and things start to fall apart, okay? Now, what I tell them after the game is I always tell them, I can't come out there and make the plays for you. All I can do is coach you up and tell you when you make an error, shake it off, forget about it, that play is over, let's get the next one, okay? When that happens... Everything, it takes everything inside me. Like, I want to be out there side by side going to battle with you guys. I want to catch the ball. I want to hit the ball. I want to throw the ball, but I can't. That's where you come in. You have to have that fire in you. You have to have that 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 warrior mentality where you want to go out there and you want the ball. You want to be the one that makes a play. We can't be timid. And I teach these kids this all the time. You have to have passion. I can't have more passion than you. Why? Because I'm not out there on the field playing. You are. You have to have that fire. And I can't teach you that. You have to want this game more than I do. And it's the same thing that I teach my older kids. It's the same thing. I say, guys, do you see me when 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 I go to battle with the umpires over a bad call or when uh, uh, an opposing team's coach does something and I know the rule so I shut the thing down or they do something they're arguing with the umpire and I go shut that down to battle for us when we get called out and I refer to a rule or whatever and then I get the call overturned do you see how passionate I am about battling for these things and they say yes I said you know why I do that because I want you guys to see that's where I can step in and show you how much I care about not only the game but this team That's how passionate I am about this. Now, when you're playing on the field, I need you to have that same passion. The passion you see when I go over there and I vehemently argue with these umpires or these other coaches and you see us banging heads. I need you to see that and say, man, look at coach. Look at him go out there and fight for us. Look at him. The reason why this is significant is because... On my small team, on my on my major team, I'm one coach. I do have a dad that helps me and another dad that comes out every now and then. 
but it's really just me. And I have a team mom, but it's really just me. All right. So I'm literally battling usually three coaches from another team. All the other teams we play have at least three coaches. Some of them uh, have four or five <laughs> adults in their dugout. Me, not my team. So when I'm battling, it's usually me going up against that many coaches. And then you got parents who are, you know, parents always want to chime in when they think another coach is being combative or trying to make the game difficult. But what they don't understand is there's certain things that you need to battle for for your team. And so when I when my kids see this, I tell them, identify early and see what I'm doing and, and take what I'm doing and put that in you, that passion. See how see how much I'm willing to go out there and put myself on. I don't care. I'm not here to be liked. And I tell these kids this all the time. If these teams are going to beat us, they have to earn it. They have to earn every out. We're not going to give them anything. I said, and because and, and, a couple of the kids are like, you know, but coach, how do you feel when like the other parents are saying stuff to you when you're over at third base and the other coaches? I said, I, I don't care about that. I'm the wrong coach to get into it with because I'm not here to make friends. I don't care if these other parents on this other team like me and I don't care if these other coaches like me. That's my mentality. I said, when you, I understand we have, you probably have friends on the other team, but when we're between the lines, that means when we're playing the game, we're not friends today. Today we came to compete. And some people may be like, that's pretty intense for Little League. Listen, listen, the kids that I'm coaching are two years removed from going to high school. Okay. So I'm preparing these kids to, play high school ball 90% of them want to play high school ball so me as a coach I'm trying to instill this this mentality into them you have to know that when you step between those lines whether it be football or baseball right now we're talking baseball it's battle time it's go time we can be friends afterwards that's the passion I'm talking about it's it's been it's been a hell of the last couple of weeks um, yeah, man, I've had to, I've had to just really, um, you know, basically put myself on the line, you know, um, and I'm okay with that because when it comes to sports and coaching and this is, I, I coach exactly the way I used to play. I used to play balls to the wall. All right. I was the player that I probably pissed off your other team and your other coach. I was the player that you probably wanted to hit when I was up at bat after I did something because that's just how I played. I played very intense. I didn't care about your feelings. I was going to go 100 miles an hour at all times, and I was going to make you make a play. I didn't give you anything, and that's the way I coach my teams. We don't have a whole lot of talent. We have a lot of kids who are coming up from a smaller division, so they're very timid, but they've gotten better, and it's so awesome to see um to see these kids grow all right it really is um building on this uh recently i took my i took my young guys out on a hike and i do i do things like this for a reason because i'm a very big believer that you need to be friends outside of playing baseball okay because if you can be friends outside of playing baseball you can get into the field and you gel better. Why? Because it's not just some kid you're playing baseball with. Now you're playing baseball on a team with your friends. 
So I took the kids on a hike. Their parents dropped them off with me. And we had about 10 kids or whatever. I shared a picture on my Instagram. We did a lot of building that day. All right. We hiked a little over four miles. Um, the kids were having fun. We were taking pictures. They were just, a lot of the kids had never even hiked before. Actually, two of the kids had never even been to the park we had been to that we were hiking at. And they live in this city. So it was new to them. Um, but we, I do stuff like this with my teams because I want to get them away from the field and, and, and remind them that you're still kids. Okay. Baseball is great, but I want you to be a kid still too. Okay. I tell them, and I'm being very honest, most of you kids are never going to go pro. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Baseball is the hardest sport to go pro in. Okay. Some of you may go to college, play college ball. Some of you may even play double A, single A, triple A, whatever it is. But the odds of anybody in this group going to the majors are very slim. If you make it, I am going to be your number one fan. I promise you that. I always tell them this. But after this hike, we did a barbecue. Okay. Now what happened was these kids had a pickup game. They did a pickup game. I didn't really say anything. I, I had the equipment in my in my car. They saw it when I was unloading stuff and they asked if I could they could bring the you know the I had these softer balls and these little base pads and they asked. So they had a little pickup game. What they didn't realize is while I was barbecuing and talking to, to the, the other dad that was there and whatnot, as I was watching him and they were playing kind of like a sandlot game. They were hitting the ball, running around, having fun. Everybody was playing different positions. They were having fun. I reminded them after this barbecue and at our next practice, do you remember playing that game after we hiked? And they all laughed and they smiled and they said, yeah. I said, how fun was that? And they said, it was so fun. I said, that is how you play baseball when you come to play on the weekend. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Let me handle that. What you guys did after that hike, that's what you need to do here on the field when you play another team. Have that same mentality. Loosen up, play baseball. All the other stuff, the bad calls and all that, let me handle that. That's my job. And they got it. They understood. Our very next game, we got our first win. That's how I know it worked. Our second game, almost got the next team. Got robbed on a few calls, but that's okay. These kids showed growth, and that's what I'm looking for. Um, it's crazy when I talk to you about passion, okay? Um, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta press, press, press. I'm, I'm running against the clock right now. When I talk to you about passion, while I was there um, at the barbecue, one of the moms showed up, and uh, I always talk to you about how, um, how I, I, I love deep, man. I'm a very, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Everything I do is 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 100 miles an hour, man. I, I'm, I'm in or I'm not. Um, and I got to talking about, you know, baseball. And one of the moms would say she remembers me from T-ball. And one of the dads said he knows this other dad. And I said, yeah, his son, man, has a very special, you know, part of my heart. And I said, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, when I took on this T-ball team, I, I I didn't volunteer. They needed a coach, and I didn't really want to coach. Um, but I got the opportunity to coach, and I was like, ah, I don't really want to coach uh, T-ball. But my son, my little guy was on the team. So I'm like, okay, I'll coach T-ball. Um, 
it just so happened to be the exact time that uh, I was going through my divorce. Um, you know, it was it was a time when it was literally our first practice was probably a day or two after um, my ex-wife told me she was leaving me. Um, so you could imagine how I felt going in to this responsibility of coaching all these little little kids. Um, I had just found out I ended up in the hospital. I was extremely sick. Um, you guys have heard this story before. Um, but I'm telling this mom at the barbecue when we went hiking the other day. And I'm telling, I didn't tell her that part, but I, I told her, you know, that I took on this team and, um, and I told the dad, I said, yeah, one of that kid, that father, his son actually is important to me because he's part of my journey. And I said, and I'll explain why I said, yeah, during that time I was going through a divorce, like fresh. And the very first practice, I wasn't feeling good. I literally didn't sleep that night. Um, I slept in the garage on the couch. Uh, my marriage was over. I didn't know what was going on in my life. And I went out there. I got through the first practice with all these little, tiny little kids. And we did a little cheer. And the kids went, you know, went with their parents. And this one kid comes back. And I'm standing. And he walks up to me. And he goes, Coach. And I look at him. This little chunky kid. Little chunky kid, man. You just want to squeeze him. His name was Ozias. And I, I looked down at him and I had my hands up because, you know, you're, as a, you're not supposed to like embrace kids, right? You know, it's just that's kind of the rule they tell you, you know, just to you don't want to make parents or people feel uncomfortable. Um, so he came up to me and he put his he goes, thanks for thanks for coaching us, coach. He gives me a high five and then he hugs me. And I look at the dad like I wasn't sure. And he goes, hey, I'm sorry, coach. No, he's a hugger, man. I go, are you sure? He goes, he goes, yeah, he's a hugger. And I gave him a hug. Cause he, he hugged me, like squeezed me and I hugged him and I'm telling this mom and this dad at this hike, you know, while the other kids are playing their pickup game and I just got done barbecuing. I'm telling them about this and I, I, I started tearing up. I said, you know, that kid hugged me and I didn't even realize that how bad I needed a hug because of what I was going through at that moment. And I hugged him and that changed me. That hug got me through that season. Not just the baseball season, but the season of my life that I was going through. And uh, the dad knows that because I've talked to him about it. Um, but that's when I talk about passion. When I'm, when I'm in love, I love with all of me, not just part of me. I love with all of me. And uh, so you can imagine when I was going through my divorce, how bad it broke me. And then you could probably imagine how I felt when that kid came up to me and gave me a hug. Because prior to that, I had... I, couldn't remember the last time I had been given a real hug, you know, and it was, um, 
I mean, I think about it, man. This was years ago, six years ago, almost six years ago, and I'm still talking about it. This is what I talk about with passion, okay? Um, everything that is this league that I'm involved with, even when I'm disappointed, I'm disappointed because I expect more because I think that this league could be so much more that we're involved with and it's just not. And, you know, I feel like I go to battle for, for the people who don't have a say. You know, I'm sure if there's a dad listening right now and you're involved with your local league, every league has its issues, okay? Every league has its families who've been there a long time and kind of have pool on everything and we've got the same problem um and so it's every year man and i feel like this year more so than ever has been a struggle so i've been having to battle and battle and battle it has been crazy uh but it's also been fun <laughs> because i'm a damn lion man i'm 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 ready for whatever I, I was never that guy back then. Anybody who knows me when I was younger, I'm, I was Ray Ray. Nice guy, really, really chill. I'd probably make you laugh, but I didn't want no issues. Um, that guy died years ago. So this has been fun uh, because the type of person I am, I look for that. I live for it. And I'm always ready to bat. <laughs> so... Let me move forward real quick because I told you I'm up against the clock. My mom, like I said, my mom was in town. Um, let's let's keep talking about passion. My mom, man, I always give my mom tough love. My mom and me and my family, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, I got a sister that is going through some serious, serious personal issues right now uh, with regards to addiction. And we are battling as a family, trying to pray for her. My mom is physically having to deal with that back in Colorado. And I am trying to power my mom through this thing with prayer, with support, but also tell her that she needs to quit being an enabler. I've had to talk with my mom and it does hurt my soul when my mom cries when we have these talks. But I tell my mom, I am not telling you these things because I'm trying to be mean. I am telling you because I love you and because I see strength in you. I told my mom, for God's sakes, mom, you raised me alone by yourself. You you taught me how to stretch a dollar. I don't know how you pulled us through some of the situations we were in. I know you were stronger. You are stronger than what you believe in yourself is. You have to see what I see in you. I'm here a big reason because of you. Because of how strong you were to pull us through all the the stuff that we went through, not just with my dad, but with the financial stuff and moving around, everything, you have to know that you are stronger than you're giving yourself credit for. And you can get through this. You have to stop letting yourself put your wall down and letting this 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 person, your daughter in this case, run all over you. You have to put your foot down. And she says, I'm not like you. I said, yes, you are. I got this from you. You can't say that. Part of the reason why I'm like this is because of you. 
I always, I'm talking about passion and this is, this relates to that guys. This, if you're listening to me and you're hearing this, this is all passion. And I'm, and I'm at a point now where I'm trying to push this and give it to people that I love because they don't see it in themselves. They lack the confidence. They lack, they lack the courage to step out and say, I'm not going to, I'm not accepting this no more. You got to step out. You got to step out. You got to put yourself out. You got to believe in yourself. So when I have these conversations with my mom, it's not to get on her. It's to tell her and push her. Mom, you can get through anything. You can do this. You're stronger than that. And yes, she cries. Yes, I cry. But it's for good reason. Because I don't want her to fall victim to anything. I want her to believe that that she's stronger than she's, yeah, she's gotten older and she's not as strong as she used to physically, but, but mentally and, and, and whatnot, she's stronger than that. Sometimes people just need to be reminded. Maybe you're watching this or listening to this and you need to be reminded, but damn it, man. Like I tell my kids, you got to give yourself a chance. Stop living so damn comfortable. Just taking whatever life gives you. You got to go out and get it. Nothing comes from just sitting back and just taking life's punches. It doesn't work that way. You got to punch back. You got to put that line in the sand and you got to say it's not happening no more. This is where I draw the line. I'm not doing it no more. Passion. That's what we're talking about right now. You know, I talked to my Uncle Ken. My, I haven't talked to my Uncle Ken, my mom's younger brother. I haven't talked to him in years. We're on Facebook. You know, we converse here and there on, on chat. But I haven't seen him in a while. And you know what, man? There's a reason why I took my mom to go see him. She hasn't seen him in a while. You know, he was just diagnosed with a form of cancer. And, um, you know, apparently he's going to be okay. But, you know, it's always scary, right? But there's a reason why we went. I went over there. And my Uncle Kenneth, man, he's always been the techie guy, you know, kind of, you know, really shy, really into drawing. And, you know, I never knew. I feel bad because I... I just wasn't aware that we had some uh, so many things and similar, like similar things that we were into. My uncle, I'm sitting there talking to my uncle about, you know, this pandemic and everything that's going on. And he's just dropping knowledge on me about the vaccine, about the about the uh, the tech industry, about about how how come all these tech giants are involved with what was going on with the pandemic and his stance on it. And he was so proud of me watching me on social media, keeping my kids active, staying firm in my beliefs and pushing the way I did. Cause he said, he, he goes, I, I, I knew you were being controversial because every time you posted something on Instagram, whether it be your story or your image on my end, I would see a, a, a COVID um, warning. He goes, they would flag you every time. And I didn't know that. But I was so blown away. And then I remembered my uncle was in the Air Force. 
He's been in the tech industry since the early 80s. No wonder why he feels the way he does. He's known about all this stuff from back in the day. He's been involved in this. It, he was... He was so blown away that I was educated on everything that he was talking about. And then I was blown away that he knew everything he was talking about. It was so crazy. On down to me. I'm supposed to be in Seattle right now, by the way. To go see Jordan Peterson. But when I told him I was going to see Jordan Peterson, I was blown away. He knew who he was. He was like, oh, wow. I'm very, you know, hip to Jordan Peterson. And we started having a conversation there. Blown away. My uncle passion same passion as me and i was blown away that we you want to talk about passion there were moments where we talked about our childhood I, I learned some stuff about my uncle's childhood so did my mom and then i shared with him about my childhood and about things that i went through and everything that's going on and we were both in tears but not sad happy because we're here now where we're at passion we're talking about passion relationships. I'm never going to apologize for loving the way I do. All right. I'm at a point now where I would rather be single alone and raising my kids than be with someone who's not as passionate as me. If you're not going to love me as passionate as I love you, I can't be with you. If you're not going to be passionate about following God and being involved with with my life when it comes to going to, you know, going to church and, and being involved with um, a follower of Christ, I can't be around you. Gotta have that same passion. If you're not passionate about being a parent or being around kids, I can't be around you. If we don't have the same fire for each other, I can't be around you. Passion. I don't apologize when I, you know, for feeling the way I feel. I'm okay with being hurt. I've been hurt so many times. And maybe you're listening to this and you've been hurt too. I've been hurt so many times. It doesn't even faze me no more. I'm not worried about being hurt because I know God's got me. And God's telling me, you love exactly how you're supposed to love. You give it all you got. And don't worry about finding someone. That right person is going to come and they're going to love you with the same passion that you love them. And they're going to love your kids with the same passion that you love your kids. Passion. Talking about family. Talking about friendships. If you're my friend, you know. I text a lot of my friends. Hey, I love you, man. Love you. Just checking in on you. Seeing how you're doing. How's the family? Love you. I don't throw that word around. Passion. My family. Family's tough, right? A lot of family that we don't get along with. We don't see eye to eye. I know. It's tough. But the family that I'm still close to, I check in on. How's the kids? How's the family? How you doing? I love you. Haven't seen you in a while. Miss you guys. Passion. It's all about passion. Life is so much better when you have passion. When you get to be my age, and maybe you're younger than me, maybe you're older, uh, looking at my demographic on this podcast, a lot of people are my age and older that listen to this podcast, although I do have, I think it's 25 to 35 crowds. So if you're listening, you get to a point where everything I just talked about has to be reciprocated. Can't be taught. 
I can't teach you to love the way I love. I can't teach you to enjoy the games that I enjoy. Like I said, baseball, coaching and whatnot. I can't teach you to love your kids the way I love my kids. I can't teach you to love life the way you love life. I can't teach you to love God the way I love God. I can't. You got to have it. Whoever it is in your life, they got to have it. And if they don't know what it looks like, tell them to look at you. If you're the one with the passion, look at me. If you want to know what it looks like, look at me. But it's got to be reciprocated in all facets of my life. If it's not, I can't be with you. I can't be around you. Family, friends, whatever it is, I can't be around you. It's got to be reciprocated. If it's not, I got to leave. I don't have room in my life for people who aren't passionate about something. Lazy people, people who ain't trying to do anything great in their life. I want to be great. You want to be great? I want to be great. Happy, sad, hurt, pain, feelings are extreme because I don't guard myself. Part of living life to the fullest is feeling all of it. You don't get to just feel the good things. You gotta feel the bad, the bad things as well. All of it. I'm not gonna guard myself, okay? That's for God. God takes care of me. God guides me. God protects me. I'm not going to change who I am. I'm a very passionate human being. If I'm involved with something, I'm in. And if something's going sideways and I don't think it's right, I'm going to speak up because I'm passionate. I will not be quiet. I wasn't quiet during this pandemic. I was very passionate about where I took my stance on it. I'm very passionate about politics. I'm very passionate about what went on with this pandemic. What's going on with government? What's going on with family? What's going on with all this craziness that's going on with this 70 freaking transgenders or genders that we have? And there's only two. I'm passionate about all this stuff. I have an opinion. I have an opinion. And when you're passionate, guess what? You share your opinion. And I can tell you on the flip side doesn't always make you a very popular person. Makes you popular with the people that agree with you. But it doesn't make you a popular person everywhere else. But don't worry about it. You're not here to be liked by everybody. Because guess what? You make those people happy, these people are mad. So find your passion. And be passionate about that. Everything you're doing, be passionate about it. And don't worry about it. Don't worry about all this other stuff going on. Give everything you got your all. Pour your heart into it. Whether it be your job, your new career, school, a sport, your family, your marriage, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your partner, your kids. If you're doing a podcast, whatever it is, your clothing line, whatever it is you're doing, give it everything you got. Give it your passion. That's all I got. I want to tell you guys I love you. I hope this hits home. I hope you guys are healthy. You're safe. You're good. I know it's been a while since I dropped an episode, but I, I needed to get this one out, man. Um, 
Thank you for listening and thank you for continuing to support this podcast. It means the world to me when I hear from you guys. Um, I can go weeks without dropping an episode and I'll be getting DMs and messages about when's the next episode. Thank you so much. All right. I don't know where this podcast is going to go. I don't know if it's going to be a career thing for me. It would be awesome if it is, but if it doesn't, oh, well, I love doing this. I'm very passionate, again, about doing this podcast. I love it because it's about my life. And every time I get on here, I share my life with you guys. All right. Uh, As always, check me out, raymolina.com, Instagram, it's raymolina. The podcast is The Perfect Mess Pod. Uh, I'm on TikTok, it's raymolina. YouTube, search The Perfect Mess Podcast. Please, if you like this episode, if there's something in this episode you think somebody should hear, please share it, okay? Please go to YouTube, share a video. Please go to Apple or Spotify and share the episodes. Tell people about it. That's how this thing grows. Subscribe, follow, leave a review, all of that. It helps this thing grow. I thank you guys so much. And like I always say, my life isn't perfect. Oftentimes it's a mess. But for me, it's the perfect mess. I love you guys. Peace. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect mess is my perfect